Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. This is your call to action. Get prepared, America. Economy, survival, energy, disasters. This is USAprepares.com. Informative radio, educational radio. Interact now by emailing instructor at USAprepares.com or text at 434-390-7953. Class, please take your seats. Now, your instructor, Vincent Finelli. <laughs> Everyone all set, cocked, locked, here we go. Your dial is set correctly to USA Prepares. Thank you for being in class with us today. Jason, thank you for engineering at Genesis Communications Network. I'm Vincent Finelli. Gwyneth Isaacs is with us live in Australia. Welcome, Gwyneth. Hello there, Vincent. How are you this morning? Real, really well, and you? I'm good, thank you. Well, yep. I understand that the weather is uh, causing problems. Flooding out your way? Um, yeah, not immediately where I am, but certainly in Victoria, yes. Yeah, there's, um, uh, gosh, the, the nearest place that's got real flooding issues to where we are there's a town called Rochester, which is probably about 50 miles from here. But I'm very fortunate on the land where I am because it's um, it has a gradient. And the house is built about halfway up a valley, partway up a valley. So that means at the bottom of the valley... That's where the water runs through. And if you're going to build a house, you don't want to build a house at the bottom of a hill and you don't want to build a house at the top of a hill. You want to ideally build a house about halfway up a hill because if you build it at the top of the hill, then you're going to get affected by every wind and weather that comes along. There's, there's no protection for that house. But if you build at a at the bottom of the hill, then you will get flooded at some stage. And there's just no question about that. And that is what is happening in Australia. People um, have chosen to build their townships. I think they probably do this in America as well. They build their townships on floodplains, which is their most stupid stupid place to build a town that you could possibly imagine. And now the towns are flooding and they're wondering why. This is it. It's just, it's mind-blowing. You, you think that people would think. And one town in particular that's had a lot of floods, I used to live in this town and um, this town is called Ye. That's Y-E-A. And actually, you know, um, my, my sons and I, at the time, I would be driving and my sons would be in the, in the vehicle with me. 
and we'd see the sign yay and we'd go yay for yay <laughs> because that that was when we started our um journey out of homelessness and onto this place and this is that was really it was at yay that i really began to put my life together especially the yay uh family caravan park which was 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 a really nice caravan park. Now, it's not so nice. It's been flooded out. The residents were all evacuated. And I think that they'll have quite an expensive repair bill before they can um, open their doors again, Vincent. I used to live in that caravan park. It was a really nice place to live. It had a beautiful swimming pool. It had a nice playground for the children. It had its very own oak forest. How many how many trailer parks do you know that have their very own oak forest? You know, and it was just a lovely place to go for a walk. And it had beautiful a beautiful gazebo area, barbecues and, you know, nice parkland type setting. And now it's all under a layer of mud because they built the caravan park on a floodplain, on a flat piece flat piece of land next to a river. That's called a floodplain. And the floodplain did what floodplains do. It flooded. And now they're going to have to spend a lot of money to get that nice caravan park up and running, right, up and running again. That's very sad because you know it was it was quite a nice place to live. I was only there for maybe four or six weeks or something like that, but um, it was a nice place to live at the time. Even though I was just in an old caravan, I was I was quite happy there. But um. Yeah, they, they actually built the whole town on a floodplain. The main street, flat of the pancake, the, the, the fuel station, you know, the gas station, flat as a pancake. And the whole town flooded. And, you know, this is normally their busiest time of year because they have basically just one industry in the whole town, and that's tourism. People come to see the river. They come to see the beautiful town. It is a beautiful town. And um, it's this this flat floodplain area surrounded by mountains. And really, you could not want for a worse area for a flood because the water came in on the river it filled up the floodplain and it had nowhere to spill away to because it's surrounded by big hills, which is partly what makes the town so picturesque. But it's not a good place to be when a big flood like that comes through. And that's what's happened. And it's really, really, you know, it, it's really sad, but... And it's sad that they're losing a good share of their annual income for the whole town because 
between um, between the last um, halfway through December, school goes out. You go through the school holidays, Christmas holidays, and then they last until the end of the. They last until the twenty sixth of January, which is Australia Day. And so you've got six weeks where basically nothing happens in the whole country except for tourism. People go on holidays. So this is smack bang in the middle of their busiest time of year. They get flooded out, and that means that those people are going to be losing a good portion of their income for the whole entire year. So you've got people like fishing tackle stores, you know, obviously the petrol station, uh, cafes, you know, little fashion stores, you know, all these sorts of um, small country town stores that you get, and all of them would have been flooded out. All of them. It's just... But what what can you do? And now that the latest is that the um, insurance industry is trying to pressure the government to um, buy up all of these houses and do I don't know what to them, you know, turn the whole place into a wildlife park or something, it's just because the, the insurance industry is basically saying we can't afford to do this and they're jacking people's premiums up sky high. People are not able to afford, afford their house insurance anymore because of, you know, these, these really, really steep premiums, especially in these sorts of flood-prone areas. And, I mean, there was a good reason why people built towns there back in the day because they were flat because it meant that the horses didn't have to work so hard going here there and everywhere around about the town and so you know people like to build on flat land people don't like to build on the side of a hill, because building on the side of a hill was a little bit more complicated. You, you've really got to know what you're doing. But it, once the house is built, it's definitely a better place to be on the side of a hill. And it doesn't really take that much to, you know, figure out how to build on a, build on a hillside. You know, you can, you can make a cutting into the hillside with, with you know, drainage channels on either side. Or you can put stumps in. You can build a house on poles, you know, or stumps, depending on the gradient. It doesn't have to be very much of a of a slope. But as far as I'm concerned, Vincent, you should always build your house on a slope, and you should always find out where the hundred year flood line is, and you should not build below the hundred year flood level. You should take a look at where you're building. And think to yourself, hmm, there's a river there and there's a big flat piece, piece of land here. Might this actually be a floodplain? Because if it's a floodplain, 
It's going to flood at some stage. Even if it's above the 100-year flood line supposed to be, because that's what floodplains do. They flood. That is their reason for being. They absorb flood waters and they enable it to soak into the landscape. Does that make sense, Winston? So it's floodplains oh, are a really stupid place to put a house. In absolutely. Other words. Does that make sense? Yep. So here, here in uh, in our neck of the Ozarks in Missouri, there are what's called low water bridges, and a low water bridge is nothing more than a concrete pad, let's say forty feet wide, that um, that is in the dip, the low point of a dirt road. And the idea is that if the creeks swell, and there is flooding potential, the, the water will run to the low point, go across the concrete portion of the road, which is what's called the low water bridge. Most people think bridge is in the air. This is just a, a concrete pad that um, has a dip in the concrete pad, and the water just runs across the road. And it doesn't wear out the concrete as it would wash out a dirt road. And some of these low water bridges, um, and some of them are uh, on paved roads, and it will say, there'll be a sign that'll say um, water level. One foot, two feet, three feet, four feet, five feet. So you can see the sign. Typically, the water doesn't go more than five feet deep. And you can see the sign and the water level. And you can say, wow, the water's five feet deep. Because you really can't tell how deep it is if you haven't been there before. So we have, we have flooding here. And most people are smart enough not to build their houses in the lowest areas because they've seen over and over and over again that the houses get washed away. Cars get washed away trying to drive through these areas. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Cancer categorizes over 100 diseases. Though we do not diagnose, treat, or cure cancer, GCN team is offering the Clemson University study where there was up to a 95% reduction in cancerous cells when exposed to a plant-derived mineral supplement. If you or a loved one are searching for answers to this horrifying disease, come to GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. We'll email you a copy for free. That's 877-878-4203. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. 
Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327. Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Pencils, paper, notebooks, iPads. Class is now in session. USAPrepares.com. Educational radio. Set your memory to high power. Your USAPrepares.com instructor, Vincent Finelli, at the controls. Yeah, Gwyneth Isaacs is with us and calling in from West Virginia is Arjun. Welcome, Arjun. Good morning, Vince. Good morning, Vinet. <laughs> uh, good to talk to you guys. Uh, 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 so, so Vince, like, uh, I have like a roof, uh, and uh, and the thing is that like uh, like a roof, uh, there is a utility room in that. Like that, the roof covers like a utility room, and then it covers like a carport. So I'm not so much, uh, and it's leaking. So the things are like in the utility room. I have like my like those washer and dryer plugs. So the things that like so it's uh, so the things that like uh, it's a very small room, and the things that like what I have done is like I have pasted like that aluminium fiber thing uh, that you can buy at Lowe's or uh, Home Depot, uh, you know, like that. I have done like the paste of the aluminium fiber on the roof, you know, like, but it is not stopping the leak. So I just don't know like what should I do, and it, this roof, this part of the roof, it is quite flat you know like it is not it is it is not like it's not elevated it's little bit slanted but it's almost flat and it comes from this utility room and it goes to the carport it leaks at the carport as well but like it's not a big deal you know like we can avoid you know like it, it if it leaks on the carport that's completely okay but like in this utility room like i have the washer and dryer plugs uh, and like I have the my main meters, you know, like you know, like where you can switch off, switch on the electricity in the house, that thing. So, uh, so it's little bit dangerous here for this roof to leak, this part of the roof to leak. So I was just wondering, like, uh, what can I do to stop the leak? Like, uh, and I I couldn't figure out the problem, you know, like it is all pasted, you know, like with aluminium I've pasted. I see the after the rain, the water is on top of the roof as well. So I'm not able to figure out from where the water is just coming in this room, you know. 
Yeah. Okay. So here are my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You're using the aluminum-colored fibrous rift cement. comes in a, in a big pail. It might be five-gallon bucket. Um, yeah. You're using that to seal the roof. Okay, that, that's good. Yeah. A flat roof is always a problem always a problem and they always leak it's just a question of when typically those kinds of roofs last, last about seven years they use them in the cities a lot in uh, what's called row houses or townhouses i'm talking about built around the 1890s 1900 maybe 1910 so it's real common in in cities for you know uh, city housing for single family row houses also in the in the countryside but here's here's a couple thoughts arjun if you if you wait until the the water is off the roof and or wait until it's almost off the roof and look for where the dip is, where the lowest point, that's probably where your leak is, right there at the lowest point. And then you need to actually build it up so that all the water runs off the roof. Now, here's something that's done in plumbing. When you, when you install uh, drain plumbing, the rule of thumb is to have a minimum of one quarter of an inch of fall for every foot of run. So if you were to take a level and take a four-foot level up on that roof and um, you know, the low side, just raise it up so that the level is level in the, in the level bubble. Look at the, the, uh, the bubble and, and get the level absolutely level. And then measure the height to from the level to the roof okay so if it's less than one inch for four feet it's way too little and the water is not going to run off fast enough so then the problem is you would either have to raise the high end of the roof and put some two by fours down and raise it up or lower the low end those are the only things i can think of to stop this because you can temporarily stop it but it's going to come back because the water is going to continue to sit in the low point and it's going to be a little puddle there. And eventually it's going to wear a hole in the roof. Now you can keep patching it depending on how low that dip is. If it's you know, a quarter of an inch low, you can fill that in with that uh, aluminized fibrous roof tar. You can do that. They make uh, roll roofing. It's called 90-pound felt, 90-pound felt and what it looks like is it looks like roofing shingles but it's on a roll and what you do is you roll that on the roof so that you overlap you start at the low end and you roll it and uh, uh, tack it down with with trim strips and glue well and the fibrous roof cement will hold it down as well and you put a couple layers keep layering it like shingles uh, up toward the high end of the roof. And that might fix it. So look into rolled roofing. We can talk about this more when we come back. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com News update. The sound of protesters in Israel as it's been three months and people are questioning where are the hostages and what's being done to get them out. Israelis who are missing a loved one kidnapped by Hamas terrorists back on October 7th protesting in Tel Aviv and setting up a long table with more than a hundred empty white chairs with color pictures of those still being held. In other news, in light of the war in Ukraine and the war in the Middle East, it seems it would be a good idea to know where the U.S. Defense Secretary is, but we are learning more about his absence. Lloyd Austin, turns out, was in the hospital as the result of complications from a medical procedure, and he was even in ICU for a period. Problem is, he reportedly didn't inform the White House for a few days. He was hospitalized Monday, and reporters at the Pentagon first alerted to the situation on Friday. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Can be sliding. When you go to these for two seconds Class is back in session. Turn up the volume. USAprepares.com with the original survival economist, Vincent Finelli. Gwyneth is with us live in Australia. Arjun's with us in West Virginia, two USA Prepares instructors. And Arjun, there's another, um, there's another option, and well, actually there's several options. One is there's fabrics that are kind of a plastic type fabric that you could put down, and you could seal it with the uh, that roofing tar that you that you already got. Uh, another is a metal roof, and you can buy sheets of galvanized metal roofing panels, 12 feet long, and um, uh, they are almost, well, two to three feet wide, depending on which ones you get. And you can put them down. They're, they're corrugated. And you want to secure them with fasteners that uh, kind of like a neoprene screw in the high spot so that uh, they tend not to leak. And uh, then you need to make sure you seal the seams as well because that roof is really a low pitch. So those are, those are my thoughts, but you need to fix that really soon. And uh, it's hard to fix it when it's so cold. So you can't fix it yeah. when it's freezing because you know, the tar yeah. won't flow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is exactly right. Um, uh, shingles, like if I try to put like shingles, would it be no. the same cost as the, as, the, as the 12 feet, you know, like uh, the metal, you know, like the metal roof thing? Would it be the same yeah. cost? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. When you, when you talk about shingles, are you talking about uh, composition shingles? You know, uh, like three yeah. tab shingles. Oh uh, yeah, any sort of like shingles, you know, like uh, no. that we can buy from no. Lowe's, Home Depot, you know, like sort no. of. Uh, no, no shingles won't no, be. No, and good here's idea. why. Here's why the roof pitch is not is not high enough for shingles. You're going to need to have a continuous <clears throat> a continuous seal, mm-hmm. like roll roofing. That that's why mm-hmm. I mentioned roll roofing. So with roll roofing, you start and you go a long ways, not not from top to bottom, but from side to side. You unroll it, and it's got to be mm-hmm. warm enough so that you don't crack the roll roofing. It's it's the same material as shingles, except mm-hmm. it's in a roll. And so you unroll it from side to side, and then you overlap several inches. And in your case, I'd probably overlap maybe four inches uh, with the next um, unrolling. And then you work your way up the roof. So you go side to side, and you work your way up the roof. Start at the bottom, and I would apply tar in between the, you know, the, the overlap areas, so that water won't work its way up the roof. Because you can have storms that blow the water upwards too. 
So this is always going to be a problem, Arjun, because of the flat roof. Now, the other thing you can do is reframe on top and put more of a pitch, and that'll solve the problem permanently. Uh, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen a picture of it. If you want to send me a picture, I'll tell you what, what my thoughts are. But uh, you're on the right. You're on the right path to fix this before it gets worse. Because what'll happen is the water will get um, in the uh, in we'll call it the wood that supports the roof, and those joists will start to rot. Mm-hmm. They'll rot. Yep. 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 And then your roof will cave in. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. And and by the way, yep. uh, I don't yep. think you need a building permit. To repair, you just need a building permit to build new. So if you make sure that all you're doing is repairing, you don't have to worry. And this is my belief. I'm pretty sure this is correct. I don't think you have to worry about, you know, telling the authorities you're going to fix your roof. You just oh, no, no. Uh, here in West Virginia, you know, like when you know, like you do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like even if there are laws, people don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of nice that way, isn't it? We don't have to worry about, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, it is very nice. Like, yeah, I mean, like uh, when I was in New Jersey, you know, like uh, any small thing, you know, like they will bark at you like anything. Like all these authorities, yeah. they will bark at you like anything. Like they will, they will, they will, they will, they will discourage you right there on the phone call. You know, like, but here in West Virginia, it, it's the easy, quiet. You know, like, and you do whatever you want. You know, so there, there's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. You even have to have a, a license to have a dog in New Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. Here, here also, like, the state has mandated, but nobody pays for it. You know, like here, right. there are mostly people they, that live here. They are like rednecks, and they tell yeah. me that like uh, uh, there is uh, they pay, they ask for a license, but nobody pays for it. You know, like it's like right. You know. right. <laughs> I, I know, I know a guy in in Virginia, yeah. um, and he uh, he got license plates for his for his vehicle, and, you know, two license plates, and he said, you know. I'll just put one on each vehicle. So I bought one set of license plates and put them on two vehicles. And so, yeah, there's, you know, people have had it with uh, all these rules and regulations. They really have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. No, no. These are, these are great options. And I will try, I will, I will just research them. I will try, you know, like uh, the roller thing, you know, like I will try with that roller yeah. thing first and then we will go on from there. Yep, yep. I, I think what you should, Arjun, what I would do is continue doing what you're doing with the uh, aluminized fibrous tar. I'd do that first. Find all the little leak points, especially where it dips. I would look there first, you know, the low points, and fill them in and uh, see if you can slow down or stop the leak. And then later in the summer, then put roll roofing down. That's what I would do. Send me some pictures, Arjun. And, you know, the class, the class uh, looks at you as the billboard man, you know, the, the guy to look up to for, for tackling these huge problems. You know, coming to this country, learning the language, navigating the rules and regulations, buying a house, becoming a landlord, uh, working on electrical, plumbing, heating, cabinets, appliances, roofing, siding. Zoning, neighbors, pets—all <laughs> the things that, all the things that, uh, you might want to write this book, Arjun, about <laughs> what it's like. Because I mean, you're 
it's Arjun, uh, you and I have um, exchanged emails back and forth yeah. about tenants and problems. And what, what's your reaction to all those things that I said might happen? Uh, you know, like you was, you were. Th- th- first of all, thank you very much for guiding through that whole process. It was like uh, you know, like uh, tenants they become worse and worse. They were doing drugs. They were doing. Uh, they were. They were cooking something called substance zero one, which is something like meth or something like that in the house. And uh, they, their dogs were chasing the neighbor's kid. They went out and bought bite. They uh, they have bitten like some of the kids, some of their aunts, you know, like they crossed the boundaries. So it was like hell, you know, like, and you know, like they locked the doors during my inspection. They will lock the doors. They will not let me inside the rooms. Inside the door, they will put like four or five more tenants. So they collect the rent from these people, extra people who are not on the lease inside, inside, and they will lock them inside the room when I will come for inspection. So it was so much like, and you're like, I didn't knew the whole court process and everything. So I had to, you know, like, uh, you know, like, I, that's why even like in the night time, two o'clock, I will be writing you email. Now is what should I do? <laughs> How should I go? Now, so then, then go to the court process, you know, like learn the whole court process, you know, like, uh, and you know, like provide all the evidences to the judge. And then he said like, okay, then he, he evicted them like just in the next two days. So I mean, like, uh, so the thing is that like, so, so it was, it is, so horrible now you know like the things that like if people come then i just like i just i'm able to recognize whether they will be able to pay for the rent or not and they will cause more trouble it's best to leave the house empty I, i'm very very okay with that <laughs> leave the house empty than to have tenants in that like that have bad tenants you know like like it's, it's this is the experience now there's there's like a there's like a rule and that rule is tenants seem to lie and they just flat out don't want to tell you the truth. And so when Arjun was looking at um, bringing some tenants in, I advised him to find out how many people would be living there and then charge an additional amount in the lease for each additional person. And I said, this is what happens. You start out with one, maybe a couple, and then pretty soon there's three, four, five, six of them. And then uh, Arjun asked me about pets. And I said, it's not pets are not the problem. It's the owners of the pets that are the problem because the owners will leave the pets um, in the house and they will relieve themselves and, you know, pee and poop on the floors, the rugs and uh, uh, scratch the doors and the walls because they're hungry, thirsty, you know, neglected or they're let loose and they terrorize the, the village. So it's it's not so much the pets themselves, it's the owners. And so um, you and I think you found out that you could say, okay, you can have one pet, and that's in the lease. And then additional pets are an extra cost each. And then I think you found out that not only did you have more than the tenants that were on the lease show up, but you had more than the one pet show up, yes. right? Yes, yes. Uh, so they got, like, four more dogs. And they got, like, actually, you know, like, when Sheriff came to evict these guys, there were, like, four more extra people that were living in the house. And, uh, and like, uh, I asked them, like, uh, when did you move in in this house? They told me that, like, they have just came here to pack pack the stuff for the guy. And they had, like, close to eight or nine bags inside the house. So so there were four more people that were living extra in the house. Uh, and you're, like, four more dogs, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So, classes, this is a lesson. Uh, tenants tend to lie. Um I know a gal who wants to rent part of her house in the East Coast, 
And uh, so she put it on the internet that this is available. And it's, it's just um, rent part of the house, but bring your own stuff. Bring your own furniture and things like that. And a middle-aged woman came in. She, you know, hands on her hips. Where's my bed? And where's my sheets? Really? There's no sheets. There's no bed. You know, you bring your own, you know, you bring your own uh, furniture with you. So people, people are demanding. They don't read. They become um, um, angry. And uh, these are the last people that you want because they're, they tend to be more polite when you first meet them. And then as soon as they move in, then things get, get way worse. Is that your experience too, Arjun? They're more polite when you first meet them? Hundred percent. You know, like, and you know, like, uh, even like, uh, and you know, like, when you are talking to them, you know, like, initially, if, if you can, you can actually get. If uh, you should have let them talk more, you know, like, uh, the more they talk, the more they will let you know, like, what are the problems with them, you know. <laughs> so, so, so it's like, uh, you know, like, uh, you just have to recognize and just, uh, just uh, pray that you don't get bad tenants, you know, like, and and you like, I, I would rather be happy to leave the house empty, you know, like, I will pay for the extra cost, that's fine, but I don't want bad tenants, you know, like, so I mean, like, that, that and that, that, that's what it should be, you know, because the thing is, like, for one month they left, they, they destroyed my property, there was trash everywhere on my, on my whole property, the dogs trashed the house, they were, I had to repaint the house again, uh, I have to, I had to brush the whole carpet, you know, like, uh, use baking soda, you know, like, uh, so, so, so for one month I was completely just working on the house to get back into its to its original 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 uh, original place. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like, so there was so much trash, so much trash in the house. They, I found like needles. They were doing drugs, and you know, like uh, uh, all these needles with this, with which they do some sort of drugs and something like that. I found like some some IDs which which had like inmates IDs. So they had like some people who were coming out from jails, and they were they were also living there. So it was it went that bad, you know. <laughs> Arjun, yeah, yeah we, we've got to run, but Arjun, thank yeah, you yeah. so much. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your experience and warning the class about the problems with being a landlord and uh, and your roofing issue. If you can, thank send you. me a couple pictures and I'll give you some advice. You know, um, yeah, I will, I will, yeah. through email. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you yeah, so thank, much, thank you. Arjun, thank USA Preparers Instructor in West Virginia. Gwyneth and I will be right back. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. walloffire.com. 
Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. G'day, I'm Jamel that works with Dr. Joel Wallach and the GCN team with Longevity at TeamG'day.com. By becoming an associate, you provide income for you and your family on your own hours while working from home. So contact me, Jamel, by filling in the contact box at TeamG'day.com and I will get back to you personally and provide all the support you need to get started and build your longevity business. TeamG'day.com. TeamG'day.com. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Anytime, any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. whining only expert guests and seasoned opinions instruction that matters at the controls vincent finelli yes i uh, have a comment on a commercial that we just heard and um marjorie wildcraft i know marjorie wildcraft uh she's been to our get prepared expo she's been on the air with us i've interviewed her uh live you know, live remote where we're sitting uh, opposite each other at a, at, a, at a venue. And so I know her. And uh, she mentioned in her commercial that 
she volunteered on a project to get locally grown food into a school system. And we, we, she and I have never talked about this, but I know what happened. She found out that a school system is a closed system. You're not getting in. You're not going to get in. Even if you have the right intentions, you're not going to get in. You have to, you have to know somebody. You have to pay your way in. So what she wanted to do is, was absolutely legitimate. It was a great idea. Get locally grown food into a school and serve it to the children. What a great idea, right? It's impossible to do it. And uh, she mentioned that it was a failure. Now, why is that? Because there are contracts that have already been signed uh, with the producers. There's probably some backroom money, payoffs, bribes. You know, I'm just surmising. This is just, you know, my my uh, mind running amok. But that's what I think could happen. And probably did happen. Not with her, but with the others to prevent her from being successful. So if she was bringing locally grown food in, that would kind of displace some of the food that was brought in from the ultra processors. You know, these this synthetic food, extruded food, you know, those kinds of things. Um, so it was doomed to failure. However, it's not apparent until you try to crack that nut. It's not apparent that that's what it is. You think that, you know, we would think that we're going to do the right thing, locally grown food. What's better than that, right? No, it's impossible. Just like it's almost impossible to get fluoride out of the water. So I just wanted to mention that. And Arjun, when he called in, Arjun's a really, really, really bright guy. And uh, he is experiencing the American dream. He is experiencing all of the pitfalls that you could possibly experience while um, attempting to try the American dream to be successful through hard work and innovation and, you know, buying land and all those things and uh, working on it yourself. He's doing exactly what I did um, when I was younger, you know, working uh, as a a computer jockey and uh, in the evenings and in the weekends, uh, buying real estate, fixing it up myself, putting roofs, kitchens and those kinds of things on. That's how I know the answers to these things because I've done them. And, um, it's a tough road to hoe, and you can shine up a place, and you can make it look great, and then you can invite tenants to come in, and then within maybe a week, they start destroying the place. That's what happens in many, many cases. Now, not all tenants are like that, but the, um, the ones that are struggling financially, the ones that get government assistance, that don't know how to do things, that don't know how to use tools that don't know how to tell you uh, that their faucet's leaking, that don't know how to prevent a toilet from clogging, the ones that that run water on the floor from the bathtub, uh, those kinds of things, Uh, they destroy houses. And then worse than that, their friends. Their friends come over and knock on the door and say, hey, uh, I'm here, let me in. Huh, no one's answering the door. So then they rip the door off. I'm talking about the front door. Oh, my gosh. This is what happens. And I remember I, I worked exclusively with a uh, a realtor who would show me houses, you know, in in the city, and I would I would look at them and um, and and I ultimately after a couple of years of working with her, um, I said, uh, "Do you have anything in stainless steel? You know, something that I can, you know, once we evict the tenants, I can just bring in a fire hose and and hose out the hose out the house." I'm serious. That's yeah. what I said. This is in the 80s. Yeah. Do you have anything in stainless yeah. steel? 
I'm not talking about appliances. I'm talking about walls, floors, doors, stainless steel windows, the whole nine yards, everything. Gwyneth, do you have any comments yeah. about what Arjun, you know, mentioned? Yeah, um, I have. I have a flat roof house. It ha- it has a um, yeah, a sheet steel roof, so it, it's not quite the you know, corrugation. It's sort of like got more square shaped um, hills and valleys than round shaped ones. Um, but it, one thing that tends to happen with them. If they if they put um, the beams in, and the beams have too long a span, what can happen is over time the the weight of the roof can make the beams sag. It's just the weight of the roof that does that, and what I found uh, stops that. And then and then when it sags, it the water pools in there, and then you've got a leak. What I've found is a useful tip is this particular house has exposed beams and I put a, um, I I went up into the forest and found a bush pole with a Y at the top and I made sure that it was the right length and I brought it into the house and I installed it as a pillar directly below the leaking spot. So, and I wedged the roof beam up and it only was about half an inch or an inch or whatever it was out. But it's just that bit of extra support. Yeah. Pushed up the beam, stopped it from leaking, and it was all good after that. Great point. Great point. So you put a post in, and you jacked up the roof where it was sagging. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, If you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. Getting there.